Welcome to the Southwest Florida Realty Show with Billy Silva. And here's your host, Billy Silva. Hello, this is Billy Silva with Jones & Co. Realty. In these uncertain times of high list prices and low rates, the decision to buy a house may feel even more overwhelming than ever. The Fort Myers Cape Coral market has seen a 34.7% price increase since last year at this time. And we continue to experience a shortage of inventory and multiple offer situations. So it is more important than ever for buyers to understand the mortgage process and all it entails before beginning their home search. Today, I have the pleasure to have a lender expert with me, Ms. Rhonda Rigsby from Movement Mortgage. How are you today, Rhonda? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about Movement Mortgage and your background? Absolutely. Um, I have been living in Southwest Florida for 27 years. I've been originating mortgage loans for over 20 years. We'll leave it at that. Um, I've been um, a mortgage banker, so I've worked in a bank. I've been a mortgage broker. Um, now I work for Movement Mortgage, as you mentioned. I'm a direct lender, which means that we control the whole process. We um, take the application, we underwrite the file, we approve the file, we fund the file, and we service the loan. So the reason I did decide to join Movement Mortgage, of all the mortgage companies out there, is really the mission statement. Um, Movement Mortgage is a company based on culture and values. 50% um, of the mortgage company is owned by a foundation. So literally 50 cents on every dollar of profit, we reinvest in communities and schools and just things that the company believes in to help um, you know, the people out there that need help. That's amazing. I, I love working with companies that have a mission for our community. Uh, I've noticed from my buyers, whether it's their first time or their fifth home, they always seem to have the same questions and concerns. So I thought today we could address some of those questions. And the first one I always get is, why do I need to get pre-approved for a mortgage before we start searching for a home? That's a very good question. And I get that a lot. And especially in the climate we're in right now, where it's such a seller's market and it's so competitive. It's really it's almost upsetting to send a buyer out looking at homes if we really don't know what they qualify for. So I think it's important to take the first step. It's almost like a wellness check of their credit to make sure the credit's in line, to make sure the income's um, what we need for them to qualify. Um, they have the assets and the down payment needed. Um, we have them in the right program and that type of thing before they start looking at homes and falling in love with something. Now, I make my buyers get a pre-approval letter instead of a pre-qualification letter. Can you explain to our listeners what is the difference between a pre-qualification letter and a pre-approval letter? That's an excellent question. And there's a huge difference, especially to the sellers. So a pre-qualification letter simply means that they've talked to a professional, a lender. Um, they've had their credit checked, which is huge. Um, there's been verbal discussion about their income and their assets and what their plans are. That's a pre-qualification. So nothing's been documented in writing other than the review of the credit report. When you take a step further and you get an actual pre-approval letter, then we've reviewed the tax returns and the bank statements and the W-2s and the pay stubs, and we know what's really going on behind the scenes. So we feel very confident in issuing that pre-approval letter, and that makes the seller feel a lot better about the offer. And that's exactly why I make my buyers get a pre-approved letter. Um, however, 
Oftentimes they're hesitant to get pre-approved because they're worried their credit will be dinged. Do lenders need to do a hard credit check to pre-qualify or pre-approve folks? We do. I mean, we really need to do that hard credit check. Um, the beautiful thing about the mortgage inquiry, there is a shopping window when you pull your credit. Um, I've been told a different range. I, I think it, 30 days is pretty consistent what I get when I hear about the shopping window. But we need a hard credit pull to make sure all three scores are pulled in, what they are. The mortgage, the mortgage algorithm for credit scoring is a lot different than say Credit Karma or credit cards. So we really need to see what's going on as it pertains to mortgage applications. What is the minimal credit score requirements to buy a home? I would say right now, the lowest score that most lenders will accept is a 580. Um, just because you have a 580 score doesn't necessarily mean you can get a mortgage because we do consider the credit profile. But for government loans, VA, FHA, we go down to a 580. For the better rate, we're really looking for around a 660. Now, if a buyer cannot qualify on their own, if their credit rate is lower, can they get a co-signer? Absolutely. We have a lot of, um, especially first-time home buyers, that'll have a family member or a friend or a fiance or a partner um, join with them on the loan application. And because we're able to use the co-signers credit and assets and income, a lot of times that will lift up the borrower so we can get them approved for a mortgage. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, now, do you have loan programs for people who may not qualify for a traditional fully documented loan program? We sure do. We do have non-conforming loans. Back in the olden days before the crash, we called them subprime loans, but that's a bad word now. Um, they're non-conforming loans. So, so it would be for the person who may not show all their income on their tax returns, or maybe they're not citizens here in the country. So we do bank statement loans. We do foreign national loans. There's some condos, especially um, in the resort areas that aren't conforming because they're condo tails, they're rentals. So we're able to lend on those as well. That's great. Uh, can, can you also explain to our listeners, what is mortgage insurance and when do you need to pay it? I will definitely explain that. Um, mortgage insurance is an insurance premium um, that's charged monthly to the buyer. Um, it's there solely to protect the lender. As a lender, um, I hate charging my buyers mortgage insurance, so I always try to put them in a program when we can that doesn't have mortgage insurance. But if you're going to do a government loan, such as FHA, there will always be mortgage insurance on the loan, no matter what the credit score is and no matter what the down payment is. Um, so if I can get them into a conventional loan with at least 20% down, we can avoid having to pay the monthly mortgage insurance. I did not realize that. That's great. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. are, there, are there any down payment assistance programs available? There are. We have many programs available for the first time home buyer that just struggles with a down payment. Um, they are based on county. So I lend in the whole state of Florida. Um, so it depends on which county they're looking to buy in. There are income limits and there are credit score requirements. So it really is a case by case basis, but it's a great program for people who just can't scrape up the money for the down payment and they wanna buy a house because let's face it, buying a home is cheaper than renting a home these days. That is so true. And, and there's such a myth out there that people think that they need 20% to put down. So that's awesome that they don't, that there are programs that don't require 
any down payment for the most part. Exactly. 100%. I don't think a lot of buyers understand that there are closing costs associated with a loan. What are closing costs and do buyers need to pay them out of pocket or can they roll the closing costs into the loan? That is an excellent question. So every loan program we have, there is a down payment requirement. Um, there's really no 100% financing. Um, there's one program, USDA, but it's just a very limited area. So I don't speak on that very much. Um, so for every loan program we have, except for VA, that's 100% financing. Um, most programs do require down payment, but all loan programs, even VA, even USDA, that are both 100% financing, have closing costs. Um, the closing costs are across the board for every lender or every bank you go to, and those cannot be financed into the loan. Um, you're able to get, um, if you don't have the money for down payment and closing costs, we're able to use gift on, gift funds for something like that. But there's always going to be closing costs to include title charges, um, document stamps on the mortgage, intangible tax on the mortgage, surveys, appraisals, things like that. There's a lot more to it than I think a lot of people realize. Uh, now, what if a buyer works a job that pays them in cash and not on a pay stub or a W-2? Can you help them? Um, we probably can. Um, that's a good time to really look at the income document documentation up front, which I always insist on doing anyway. But I like to see that if for some reason they are paid under the table or they don't receive payroll, so they're not taxed, that would be considered self-employed income. And when we have self-employed income, we need to see a couple years tax returns to make sure that they're reporting it and, you know, to see what they're writing off. If for some crazy reason they're not claiming their income on their tax returns, that would be a great opportunity to do a bank statement loan that we talked about earlier or some other non-traditional type of loan that may work for them. Great. And lastly, so many homes in Southwest Florida are in a flood zone. What does that mean to a buyer who's looking to get a, a mortgage? That's a very good question. Um, the flood insurance program changed drastically this past October. Um, so the rating for flood insurance has really, really increased drastically, which does affect the buying power, especially of some of the first time home buyers. So a lot of people assume every house in Florida is in a flood zone. That's not true. But as a mortgage lender and as a real estate professional as yourself, we really need to make sure when our buyers are looking at properties to determine if it's in a flood zone. If it is in a flood zone, we need to reach out to the current owner to see if they have flood insurance in place so that we can gauge how much that premium is going to be. Because I've had recent cases where the flood insurance actually eliminated the property from being an option for my buyer because it was so expensive. Yes, me too, unfortunately. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rhonda, for this wealth of information. How can our listeners get in touch with you to learn more? Oh, thank you for having me. Um, I hope I did help a little bit. Um, my cell phone number is public for anyone that needs it. Um, that's probably the best way to reach me by phone, by text. It's area code 239-826-1428. Um, I'm usually available nights, weekends, whenever it's convenient for questions. I'm always around. And that's why I love working with you, because oftentimes a buyer comes in on the weekend or after hours and they want to be pre-approved. And I can honestly say that when I refer them to Rhonda Rigsby at Movement Mortgage, 
they get pre-approved after hours pretty darn quick. And I really appreciate, and it's always a pleasure working with you and movement because it's a smooth transaction every single time. Oh, thank you so much, Billy. I feel the same way about you. Ah, Thank you. Well, thank you for tuning in today. Remember to share our podcast with your family and friends, and we'll talk again in the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Southwest Florida Realty Show with Billy Silva. To learn more about Billy Silva, go to www.sw-floridarealtor.com. That's www.sw-floridarealtor.com or call 239-247-2490.